Hey everyone, welcome and thanks for tuning into our podcast. Hey Ocean Way family, I want to welcome you to church at home. I know that all of us are going through a season where we're wondering when is this going to end and I just want to let you know that soon and very soon we are gathering. I can't wait for May the 31st, that is Pentecost Sunday and that has our da- that's our date to physically gather in this room. So right now we're starting a brand new series. This series I believe that God gave me for the next several weeks is called Stride. You see a stride is when we walk in a direction with a specific purpose in mind. I want to encourage you. We are walking in the right direction. We are walking with Jesus. He's got a great plan for us. He's got something set aside for us. We know that greater is ahead of us. We know that COVID-19 can't hold us down. COVID can throw a pitch at us, can try to hit us, can try to push us, but you know something? Our Jesus is greater. So what I want you to do is this. Go ahead, text somebody right now that you think needs to hear this message. I want to encourage you that this message is going to shape the way that you walk, shape the stride that you take for the next several weeks. See, as a church, we're walking on purpose. Our stride right now matters. The church is not closed. The church is not stopped. The church is just moving forward on purpose. And Jesus did this. We know when Jesus stepped out of heaven, he stepped into this world and he walked on this world and he was, he was, he was crucified. He was buried in a tomb and he walked with purpose. So today I want to start with the Easter Sunday experience, that day that, that surrounded the resurrection of Jesus. So if you would join me, um, Let's start this series right on Easter Sunday. Let's start with the stride that two disciples take. And we don't really know who they are, but they're on their way from Jerusalem to this place called Emmaus. If you join me, look in in Luke chapter 24, verse 13. It says, later that Sunday, this is Easter Sunday, two of Jesus' disciples were walking from Jerusalem to Emmaus. It was a journey about seven miles. Let me stop right there. Can you imagine walking seven miles? They walked everywhere. In, in those days. But you know something? They were on this journey and they were walking and they were in the midst of this discussion about all the events that had happened the last few days. And when Jesus, he did what? He walked right up to them and he accompanies them on the journey. They were unaware that it was Jesus walking alongside them for God prevented them from recognizing him. Jesus said to them, you seem to be in such deep discussion about something. Uh, what are you talking about? why are you so sad? Why are you so gloomy? And and it says they stopped. When Jesus said that, they stopped walking. And the one named Cleopas answered, haven't you heard? Are you the only one in Jerusalem unaware of the things that have happened over the last few days? And Jesus asked, what things? Things about Jesus, the man of Nazareth, they replied. He was a mighty prophet of God who performed miracles and wonders. His words were powerful and he had great favor with God and, and the people. But three days ago, the high priest and the rulers of the people sentenced him to death and had him crucified. We all hoped that it was that he was the one who would redeem and rescue Israel. Early this morning, some of the women informed us of something amazing. What they informed us was they said uh, they went to the tomb and they found it empty. They claimed two angels appeared and told them that Jesus is now alive. Some of us went to see for ourselves and found the tomb exactly like the women said. But no one had seen him. 
Then Jesus spends a little bit of time and he, and he encourages them about who he is. Listen to what he says. This is Jesus' words. He says, uh, why are you so thick-headed? Why are you so hard-headed? Have you ever been hard-headed or thick-headed before and, and, and someone explained something to you and you didn't get it? He was telling them, why do you find it so hard to believe every word that the prophets had spoken? As they approached the village and in Emmaus, Jesus walked on ahead of them like he was going to keep walking, telling them that he was going a distance away. They urged him to remain there and pleaded, stay with us. It's, it'll be dark soon. So Jesus went into the village, joining them at the table for supper. He takes bread. Think of this. He takes bread, he breaks it, and he blesses it. And they realize in that moment that that was Jesus. Their eyes were opened. Then suddenly, in a flash, Jesus vanishes from before their eyes, stunned. They look at each other and said, why didn't we recognize it was him? Didn't our hearts burn with flames of, of holy passion while we were beside him? He unveiled for us such profound revelation from scriptures. They left at once and they hurried back to Jerusalem to tell the other disciples. They walked back seven miles to tell the other disciples that they had seen Jesus. The title of my message today is, is really simple. Lean in. I want you to drop this in the chat. Say this. Walk it off. I'm telling you, during this season, this is a great season to walk it off. See, I want to I tell you a little bit about when I grew up, I played Little League Baseball. Maybe your kids played Little League Baseball. Maybe you played Little League Baseball. But I would stand in the batter's box, and I'd be like 10 years old going, I am going to hit this ball over the fence. You know what I'm saying? You want to do the, the whole um, smallest thing and point towards center field. But, but I was in the batter box, and the pitcher would throw the pitch. And sometimes he didn't throw the pitch towards the plate. He threw the pitch at you. And you'd get hit by the pitch. And, and, and you'd be like, oh, man, I just got hit by the pitch. And you would walk towards first base. And inevitably, there would be this person from the stands. And you'd hear this voice, walk it off. And that's the last thing you want to hear. But you'd hear somebody say, walk it off. See, to walk it off is to walk around and attempt to alleviate the effects of the pitch by walking around, by getting your attention off of the pain and getting your attention on the direction that you are going. See, if, if you've ever got hit for it by a pitch before, the last thing you want to hear is walk it off because you're still experiencing the pain of being hit by the pitch. My encouragement to you today is this. It's real simple. When you get by the pitch of life, maybe you've gotten hit by the pitch recently. Maybe life has thrown a pitch at you and it's been, it's been painful. Walk it off. Maybe you've experienced some negative effects of this virus in, in your workplace or in your home, your neighborhood, or whatever you're walking through. Walk it off. It's too easy to get mad. It's too easy to get anxious. But it takes faith to say, I'm going to walk it off. So here's what I want you to do. Tell somebody in the room next to you. Tell your kids. Tell your husband. Tell the ceiling. Tell somebody, I'm going to walk it off. Maybe drop it down in the chat. Maybe, maybe engage with us and say, I'm going to walk it off. Maybe text somebody right now, just those simple words. Maybe they're watching with you. Walk it off. See the, the disciples, if you look at the context of this situation, 
The disciples were on their way from Jerusalem to Emmaus. And on their way, the, the pain of the death and, and the empty tomb that, that they found that Jesus was gone was something they were carrying. It was like they got hit by something. But when you're hit with something painful, we've got to ask ourselves, what's our conversation like? What's our countenance like? See, they were walking on this road and they were walking towards a destination. And in walking towards it, they were, they were talking about Jesus. And walking towards it, Jesus, he recognized that they were in a deep discussion, but they were also sad and they were also gloomy about the, the outcome of what was happening to them. What were they doing? They were walking it off. They were walking seven miles. And when you, here, here's the simplicity of this. When you talk about your Jesus, he can't help but show up in your life. Let me say that again. When you surround your conversation with who Jesus is and how great he is and what he's able to do, when you start talking about the greatness and the love and the compassion and the grace of your Jesus, guess what? He can't help but to show himself and reveal himself in this moment to you. They were talking about what happened to their Jesus. They were talking about the miracles and the signs and the wonders that they had experienced and they had seen. They were talking about the crucifixion. They were talking about the tomb. They were talking about all these things. And what happens? Jesus walks up. Jesus, in all his greatness, walks up and starts walking with them and joins in the conversation. You ever been in a deep conversation before? And you're talking to a, your spouse or somebody about a deep conversation. And another person walks up and says, hey, what you talking about? And they can recognize that you're in a deep conversation. And sometimes your, your conversation gets shut down. But, but other times you just start engaging them in the conversation. And it's in that moment, maybe some hope arises. I want to help you today. In the midst of this virus, maybe you have been hit by the painful pitch that life has thrown you. Talk about your Jesus. Open up your word and talk about your Jesus. In the middle of this conversation, Jesus shows up in his own way and he brings peace to it. What's the topic of our, of our conversation in the midst of this pandemic? Do we talk about the isolation? Do we talk about the lack of toilet paper? Do we talk about the lack of... Um, possibility of, of, of beef or pork or food or the lines or, or the six-foot distances, the social distancing, or wearing a mask. Do we talk about the stimulus? Do we talk about, oh, they opened the beach. Do we talk about, man, finally, we can get our hair cut. We can get our, our hair done. Some of you ladies can get your nails done because they, they're opening up these things. And do we talk about those things? Do we talk about phase two where, where we can get together and more people can gather and, and church? Do we talk about those things? See, when we make Jesus the topic of our conversation, guess what? He shows up. We just need to walk it off. We just need to walk and talk about who Jesus is and how great he is in our lives. Look at somebody that's in the room with you. Say it again. Walk it off. Because when we start walking and focusing on who Jesus is, we start, we start minimizing what's happening around us. We take our attention off what's brought pain into our lives. And we start putting our attention on the destination that he has for our lives. God's got greater for you. I just believe that he's got greater for you, for the church, that Jesus came and he's got a great plan in store for you.
Will we choose to walk it off or we choose to talk it off? Will we choose to be anxious? We choose to be angry. We choose to be hurt. We choose to carry the pain or we choose to say, I'm going to walk forward. When I walk and I talk about my Jesus, then he will walk and he will talk with me. When I take the step and say, I'm going to walk with Jesus. When I take the step and I start talking about who he is and how great he is, guess what? He inevitably starts talking to me. I believe this is your pastor. During this season, God's been speaking to us. During this season, God's been doing great things around here. During this season, God's going to show up in a greater way. When we get to gather again, God's going to do something great in your life, in your family, and there's going to be so much that he's going to do. See, I believe that, that God has so much more in store for you. Maybe you have been hit by, by, the, by the pitch that corona has thrown at you. Everything changes when we walk it off with Jesus. Everything shifts in our hearts and our lives when we realize that, that he is closer to us. I used to tell students this when I was a youth pastor. I'd say this. Hey, you know something? Jesus is closer to you than the shirt on your back. He's that close. Maybe right now you don't even have a shirt on. Can I help you? Put that shirt on. You might be at home by yourself. Put your shirt on and realize he is that close to you. And he doesn't want to just be that close. He wants to live inside of you so that he can become a part of you. See, during the virus, I can do a lot of different things. During this pandemic, I can complain. I can get angry. I can get upset about the lines. I can complain about a whole lot of things. How good are you at complaining? Come on now. Think about it. How good are we at, at complaining about things we can't control? But how good can we be about talking about a God who can control everything? See, the moment that we start talking about our Jesus is the moment that we, that we walk it off. It's the moment that, that hope fills our lives. It's the moment that we shift our attention off of the situation towards him. See, when I played baseball as a, as a, a little league kid, uh, they would throw the, perch, the, throw the pitch, and, and inevitably, I don't know about you, but I got hit by the pitch a bunch of times. I was that little kid, bam, got plunked by the pitch a bunch of times. And, and when that person from the stands would always be like, walk it off, walk it off, come on, walk it off, you can do better, just walk it off. I would sit there and go, in my mind as a kid, I would think, are they telling me to just suck it up? Are they telling me that, that you, you just got to just get over it? But when I realized this, when I started walking towards first base, I started realizing I was in the game. I started realizing I was one, one, one base closer to home. I could round second base when the next person took a swing. I was in a position to help my team win when, when I did what? When the pitch hit me, it put me in the game. I'm getting closer to the destination. See, in Little League, there's always that kid. Maybe you were that kid. That they always told them, go ahead, while you're sitting there and getting ready to swing, just take a pitch. Ouch. And then someone would say, walk it off. Why would they say walk it off? They'd say walk it off because they, were, they knew that you were on your way to first base. They knew that you were on your way to the right direction. When we simply realize that taking a pitch, getting hit by the pitch, is just one step closer to, to home plate. It's one step closer to God's destination. Oh, that's hard to think about. 
sometimes you got to realize that that getting knocked down is what gets us up. Getting knocked down doesn't knock us out. It just sets us up for what God has. It gives us a stride. Why? Because the stride says we're moving in a direction towards a a particular and specific uh, destination or position. See, I don't know about you, but life can throw pitches at me. And when life throws pitches at me, it's greater inside of me that enables me to keep going towards my Jesus. He's got a greater plan. He's got greater in store for our lives. So start believing that whatever this world throws at you, that the pain that happens around you, maybe it's just preparing you for so much more. See, the simple truth is when we get hit by the pitch that life throws at us, Jesus doesn't walk away from us. He walks with us. If you realize this, the two disciples that were walking down the road, Cleopas was there, and and when Jesus said, what are the events of that day, they were unaware, the scriptures say, who Jesus is. I just wonder if some of us have been so caught up in what's happening around us that we miss the Jesus that's inside of us. Because when we are unaware... He is still there. When you are unaware, he is still there. He's there to bring hope. He's there to bring peace. He's there to bring direction. Why? Because he has a plan. So what's your stride like in this season, what we're going through? What's your stride like? If you look at the the disciples that were on that road, I love this part of the story. This is probably uh, my favorite part of the story. Um, When I read it, it says they approached the, the village where they were. And it says Jesus was going to keep on walking. And they said, ho, ho, wait, wait, stop, don't, don't, don't walk off. They said, won't you come in and sit down and have a meal with us? It is going to get dark soon. It's not safe to walk at night. So what does Jesus do? He walks in, he sits down, and in his own way, he takes bread and he breaks it and he blesses it and he gives it to them. And it's in that moment. It's in that moment that he reveals himself to them. I believe when we sit down with Jesus, we sit down and we break bread and we're thankful for what we have. It's in moments like that that he reveals himself to us in a greater way. See, he revealed himself to him and their eyes were opened and instantly it says they, they vanished, that Jesus vanished. And when he vanished, they said this, man, didn't our hearts burn with holy passion when he described to us who he was, and who described to us how great he was. You know something? God's got a plan for your life. He wants to walk with you. Whatever your circumstance right now is, I want to encourage you. When you walk with Jesus, he walks with you. He is not against you. He is for you. He has a great plan for you. Listen to my, listen to my voice today. He has more for you. Will you just simply walk it off? Will you just simply walk towards him? We just simply pick up your word and say, I'm going to start walking towards him because he has a greater plan for me. Whatever life throws at you, whatever your circumstance is today, he is still greater. Whatever it is that you get hit and the pain tries to knock you down, realize it's one step closer to first base. And my response needs to to be, what am I going to focus on? Will I focus on the pain? Will I focus on what's, what's been thrown at me? Sometimes we get a pitch thrown at us and we get knocked down and we just want to surround 
people around us that agree with who we are and, and make us feel good about complaining about what we're walking through. When Jesus is in our hearts, in our lives, and he's saying this, I love you. I have a plan for you. There's hope for you. Get up and walk it off because he's got a greater direction for you. I want to pray for you. Maybe you're away from Christ. Maybe you're in a situation where, where you, you've just focused on everything around you and Jesus wants to live inside of you. It's a simple decision that you make that says, Jesus, today, I'm going to walk with you. Today, I'm going to walk in your presence. I'm going to know you. That prayer sounds like this. Maybe you're sitting there right now and you're thinking, man, I need to, I need to give my heart to Jesus. I need to give my life to Jesus. Listen to this pastor. If you are away from Christ, right now is the time to turn your life over to Christ because he's got something greater for you. So pray this prayer with me. Jesus, today I give my life to you. Today I need you to forgive me. Today I want to walk with you. So from this moment on, I choose you. I choose life. I choose to walk with you. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, when you pray that prayer, the Bible says that all things become brand new. He's got a great plan for your life. So I want to encourage you from this moment, maybe take your phone, maybe text somebody, maybe drop an emoji in the chat, whatever it is, maybe go to our webpage and, and, and see the decision that's there. This is my decision. We believe that the greatest decision you can make is to follow Jesus. But maybe you're watching this feed right now and you're saying, Pastor, man, I haven't been walking it off. I've been complaining. I've been anxious. I've been worried. I've been, I've been just overwhelmed by this thing. Can I simply encourage you? The two disciples, that the moment that Jesus vanishes, they look at each other and they say, we can't keep this to ourselves. So they get up and listen, it is dark. And they walk back seven miles back to Jerusalem to tell everyone what Jesus did. Right now is a great time to tell everybody what Jesus is doing in our lives. In a couple of weeks, we're going to gather in this building again. Right now, this building is empty. But you know something? In a couple of weeks, it's going to be filled with praise. It's going to be filled with his power. It's going to be filled with you. But I want to encourage you personally, tell somebody. Tell somebody what Jesus has done in your life. Tell somebody how great he is. Share the hope and the love of who Jesus is to you. And what happens? You start walking it off. Tomorrow morning when you wake up, wake up, open up your word, read one chapter out of the New Testament and allow Jesus to start speaking to you and through you. So God, I pray for everyone that's watching this feed. I pray, God, that you would just surround them with your presence. I pray for that single mom that's stressed out, that's overwhelmed, that feels life is just throwing so many ugly pitches at her. I pray, God, that you would heal, provide, and show up in greater ways. I pray for that person that's living in fear right now, that, that you would show up and you would move in their hearts and you would move in their lives and you would allow them to see that greater lives in you. Jesus, there's nobody like serving you. There's nobody that has a plan greater than you. And today, Jesus, help us all. Help us to walk it off. Help us to walk with you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, so it has been a pleasure and an honor to speak into your life. 
I want to encourage you to share the feed, share this with a friend. But I also want to encourage you, if you've made a decision, join us on the journey. There's a place for you at Ocean Way. Ocean Way Church is moving forward, and we just believe that you're a part of it. So welcome home. I can't wait to see you soon and very soon physically. If you would like to give to this ministry, simply log on to our website at oceanwaychurch.com or check out our app where you can give as well. Thanks for tuning in and be sure to join us again next week.